Breakups are often the symptom of problems in a relationship. My workbook series, The Knowledge, is focused on helping you change your life in four key areas. Retaining the information that I teach, personal growth, improving your relationships, and of course, reattracting your ex. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about no contact is hard. It's awful. It really is hard. It is one of the hardest things you may ever have to do because it requires a level of discipline when you are just emotionally vulnerable, you are hurting, and you are scared. We're scared. It's a, it's a basic, basic thing for us, being scared when we feel like we've lost our support. And so most of you guys will tell us, you know, no contact is so hard. And, and you know, you will make little slip-ups here and there, slip-ups. I reached out and they did this and I'm doing fairly good. But it's the difference in those little slip-ups and reaching out that make the difference between successfully reattracting somebody and winding up pushing them away. Because if your ex says to you, I, I think we should go no contact, I don't think we should be in contact for a while, and you call them, and then you text them two weeks later, and you send them a handwritten letter. Which we know you're going to be advised <laughs> to do. Um, you know, your ex, those things are the the difference between you know showing them that you're okay and that you can respect their decision and acting in an attractive confident way and showing them that you can't and not leaving them alone it just turns them off and they just don't want any part of it right yep so you want to look as dignified mm -hmm. and competent and able to take care of yourself as you can mm -hmm. so you have to stick to it diligently you can't make excuses and reach out and you can't minimize the reach outs that you do have because if you do you're only going to be hurting your situation um, for many of you some of you guys are in contact with an ex and you know they are maybe reaching out to you here and there so that situation is a little bit different than from when somebody says they want to break up with you and then you're not reaching out to them Okay, you don't want to continue to reach out and show them that you can't respect their decision and that basically you're going to be waiting around while they do whatever they want. Okay, so when you're going into no contact and if you have decided to do that or Margaret and I have said, you know what, I would do that in this situation, it's going to be a struggle and it's going to be a daily struggle. It's going to feel like an hourly struggle. Yes, and people say, she's going to forget me. He's going to forget about me. They're too stubborn to reach out. All of those things. Right. And we're going to talk about that a little bit, right? We're going to be talking about, they're going to forget me. They're going to forget me. Well, should we talk about that okay, later? Well, I, I, want I, want to get to that. I want to make some comments on, they'll forget about me. Yeah. Um, now, this is object relations theory, and here's how it goes. I think I've said it before, but it's worth saying again. Um, if when we're little... Um, we want mom with us 
But the, in the real world, that can't happen. So mom has to go do some other things. Slowly, if everything goes right and the attachment is good, we learn to remember what mom looks like, what it feels like to have her there, etc., uh, etc. Et so that when she's not in our room, we can call her up in our imagination. Okay? Yep. We can see her face, we can hear what her voice sounds like, and we can remember how nice it is to have her present. Yep. That's if everything goes well. Yeah. Okay? And it's a wonderful thing because it makes many other life tasks easier. Um, and if you're really attached to somebody, and they to you, they should be able to call up your face, the sound of your voice, and what it's like to have you around. So when people say, my ex is going to forget me, it always worries me that mm -hmm. the person who says that has not gotten to the point where they can call up the faces of people they remember and want to be with, and therefore don't think their partner can either. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So if there's any modicum of attachment there, they should be able um, to call up your face. And it's hard to forget somebody whose face you can call up. Yeah, right. absolutely. So, the scary thoughts of, you know, they're going to forget me. Yeah. They're not going to forget you. They can't, uh, because you're firmly, if, if there was a real love relationship there, um, they can't, because your, your face is permanently in their, I don't know, memory bank, I mm -hmm. guess. Yeah. yeah. The other scary thought that you have is they're not going to reach out to me again. Well, the reality is, is that is a possibility, right? It's, it is possible that they won't ever reach out to you again. I mean, we can't sit here and tell you that no. that wouldn't happen. No. That would just be a, lot, a load of BS because how could we possibly yeah, we know that? Right. Um, it is a possibility. And if your behavior is turning them off and you continue to harass them, or force them to try and do what you want, it's going to be a lot more likely that they don't reach out to you. That's it. Because they're right. going to be fed up with you. And if you do the no contact for 30 days, you can't make a mistake. Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Well, we don't preach 30 days. So. Well, but, but whatever number of days. Yeah. If you go no contact, if somebody says, I need space, and you give them contact, no, we don't preach 30 days. No. Um, then we're answering what they asked us for. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, if, uh, I know a lot of people will get it to, I got to day 31, do I, <laughs> yeah. do I reach what out What do I now? do now? Yeah. We don't think that there's a magic number as far as... But the world does. Yeah, as, a, as far as a number of days. You know, we really believe that if somebody breaks up with you, you want to respect that decision and, you know, leave them alone and let them come back to your life when they're ready. Right. Right? But every day that goes by that you don't hear from them, it feels more and more hopeless. Well, I get people that reach out six months later, nine months later, years a later. A year later, years, years later. later. Now, of course, we, we don't want you to put your life on hold for years you or can't. anything like that. No, you can't. But just because you may move on and go out and do your own thing, it doesn't mean that they won't come back one day in the future. Right. Right? Right. So, it's a really tough struggle every day because when you don't hear from them, it puts your body into like this primal panic mode right. where you're overwhelmed with anxiety, obsessive thoughts, feelings, pain, physical pain, 
And how can you deal with that day in and day out? You can't even rest at night. You can't even recharge. You, you're waking up in cold sweats, nightmares, getting up. I would get up with diarrhea all hours of the night. And I know a lot of you guys do too. I totally relate. And so it's hard. And so when you're experiencing this, you just want it to end. You're like, I'm going to reach out. I got to reach out. Well, if you reach out, you might make it less likely that you ever have a chance to repair it with them. So you're taking a risk. And I like the way you've explained it, that as long as you're in some, some contact, the person doesn't feel what it's like to be without you. That's right. Because they know they could pick up the phone and call you right. and say, let's work it out and you'll do it. So why would they experience any of the anxiety that you're having? Because they know that all they have to do is pick up the phone or text you or call you or say, come over. And until they experience what you're going through, they don't, they don't feel that sense of loss like you right. are. And ironically, what will happen sometimes is when they eventually do miss you and reach out, if you don't respond to them right away, their behavior escalates and they start to act like you did after the breakup. And that can happen. Yeah. And so let's say they text you at eight o'clock at night and you say, you know what? I'm not going to respond to them to the next day because I want them to see that I'm not going to be right. jumping to reply to this. They may escalate their behavior and text you again. Or in two o'clock in the morning, they call you, oh, fine, you're not going to reply to me or get upset. And they lose emotional self-control. And now you're like, uh-huh. Now the power is right. not now so the power much. power is shifting a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. they're not having control over everything. Yeah. But you'll find that if you can stay patient and calm, when your ex eventually starts to reach out to you that they'll get anxious over you and now you'll be like wow it really is effective and every once in a while we get a text to that effect it really worked yeah yeah but you know you were suggesting to many of you that to do the very thing that you don't want to do the last thing you want to do right. not reaching out to them I, I want to repair this. This is all my fault. I, they're never going to forgive me. Well, and you don't most, even know what you did yeah. for much of it. Yeah, and so most of the time, you will have already reached out several times, uh, gone to their work, sent them flowers, sent the handwritten letter before you come to my channel, and so you'll have seen. Hey, you already did these things to begin with. How'd that get? How did that work How out? Did that work How out? did that play out when you did that? Um, so, not doing the very thing that you want to do, to feel that connection, talk to them, hear their voice, is very, very challenging. It's it very painful. And it's the only thing, it's like an addiction, it's the only thing that will mm -hmm. make you feel better, is a contact with them. Yeah. yeah. And of course, you know, you're going through this breakup and you don't know what to do. And you're hearing other people say different things. And so you're like wrestling with the idea and should I do this? Should I do a handwritten letter? Should I, should I ignore them when they contact me? Because, you know, other people teach different things. And you can hear why we approach the, 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 the strategies with the ideas that we have. Right. right? We explain it to you guys. So hopefully it makes sense when you do what we suggest, you think, okay, this makes sense to me. I understand why they're telling me to do this. I'm going to follow that strategy as opposed to 
yeah, just ignore your ex because why? Why would you ignore your ex when they're trying to repair it with you? Right. Right? That's not going to, I don't think that's a good strategy. The other thing we hear often is they're too stubborn to reach out. Um, that means you're so frustrated um, and that's too bad. Can you talk about that? We, we did talk about that at one point before. We have, but... And we found that many, many people would say, my ex is too stubborn to reach out. And when we really, really researched that, it, it meant that they didn't think they were worth reaching out to. Mm -hmm. In other words, if I really believe my ex is too stubborn to reach out to me, it's not so much my ex's stubbornness as it is my belief that I'm not worth reaching out to, mm -hmm. or that he or she doesn't think I'm worth reaching out to. So, um, and if they're going to reach out, they'll reach out. And the other thing is, is that you were trying to force them and coerce them to do what you wanted. And they wouldn't. And so, yeah, so they wouldn't do it. So you see that as stubborn. Yeah. Well, if I said to you, hey, you have to jump off this bridge, and you kept saying, no, I'm not going to jump off that bridge. And I kept saying, well, look, here's why you should jump off the bridge. And I give you all my reasons and you don't do it. Are you stubborn? Right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like dying. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I don't want to jump yeah. off the bridge. But it makes you angry when you, your ex won't respond the way you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and one of the other things that's really hard about no contact is you just don't know how long it's going to last. Right. It could last a week, it could last months, it could last six months. You just don't know. And, you know, who wants to make that decision about, well, I'm not going to reach out and they may never reach out to me? Well, what's the alternative? You continue to badger them or manipulate them or try and force them to do something they don't want to do? Because I want somebody that wants to be in my life. Exactly. You don't want somebody that doesn't really want to be. Yeah. Yeah. And so sometimes, a lot of times, you're so anxious you don't care. You're like, I just want them back. I don't care what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Let's get back here. I, I feel terrible. Yeah. I, you, you want them, you want the way you feel to change. Okay. And that's what a lot of this is about is I don't like the way that I'm feeling and that's the only person that's going to change it for me. But, you know, again, that is coming from a selfish place. Right? That you want them to change how you're feeling inside. So we understand there are a lot of different aspects of not reaching out to somebody after a breakup that are very painful or very, scary. Very. And we want you to know we understand it. We get where it's coming, where you're coming from and why you wouldn't want to do it. But we both really think it's more effective yeah. to allow somebody to have the time away from you to miss you and to think about what happened and what went wrong and how they played a part in that too because initially they're probably just blaming but if they have some time to really reflect they'll see that they created the relationship and the problems together with you and I hope everyone feels that they're worth reaching out to mm -hmm. because disguised behind all that fear of my spouse will or my partner will never reach out to me is some I'm not worthy so be careful of that. And it's a very good time to say something nice about yourself to yourself. Absolutely. Why wouldn't she want to be with Craig? He's adorable, right? What can I say? She yeah. has bad taste. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. She prefers losers over me. What can I say? What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> Some people just like losers. Taste is taste. Yeah. <laughs> right? All right. Um, so 
We just want you to know that we understand that no contact is hard day in and day out and that every second away from them feels like an eternity. It's just painful, um, it's scary, it's overwhelming and you can't stop obsessing over them, obsessing over thoughts, replaying situations and beating yourself up how you could have done it better. Use this time to better yourself. The most efficient, the most effective thing to do is to spend this time learning, growing, reflecting, exploring. Work on yourself. And, yes. and deciding who you want to be. What kind of partner do you want to be? Sure, you made mistakes. They made mistakes too. Of course. And they created the relationship with you. But if you take this time to really evaluate, what kind of person do I want to be? Where are my blind spots? What can I do better differently or differently next time and do it better? All of those things are going to pay off whether it's with that ex or with, it, or with another person. Exactly. So you can't go wrong with personal growth. You know, going to a local therapist for many of you will be very beneficial. Absolutely. If you want to talk with us and do coachings with Margaret and I, that's what we're here for because we understand that many local therapists don't really have experience with breakups and a lot of the advice they're going to give you is something that your friends and family may tell you. Right? But Just get over him or her and get on with your life because they want to fix it for you right away. Yeah, you're going to hear that and it's not going to make you feel any better. Just get over him or her? Good God, I'm dying here. What are you talking about? Every second I want to die <laughs> yeah. inside and you're telling me just to get right. over it. Well, we know that you would get over it if you could. It takes time. And when you focus on bettering yourself, it's a lot easier because whether you have a 1% chance or a 99% chance or whatever the ch percent chances of getting in front of your ex again, you want to be the best version of yourself that That's you can exactly be. exactly right, yeah. And you're going to feel better about yourself too as you do the self-improvement. Absolutely. I've had several people say to me in the last few weeks, I did it, I'm working on myself, I'm going to the gym, I went to the local therapist, I did this and I did that, and I read some books. Yep. Yay for you. So, and you'll find some of you guys will sit there, have an opportunity to get your ex back, and then you'll say to yourself, you know what? I don't really like my ex anymore. I've outgrown some of what happened here. That does happen too. Yes, it does. So, hopefully this will make you feel a little bit better about going through no contact and why it's important for you and how it can help you and how it's an opportunity for you to grow and be a better version of yourself. That's right. But we get it and we understand what you're going through. Yes. And we're sorry. Yeah. It, it does. It's really hard and it really hurts. But we really think that it's the most effective thing to do yes. when somebody walks away from you and doesn't yes. choose to have you in their life anymore. So I hope you guys feel a little bit better after this video. When you need our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching. I do Skype coaching. If you got to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coaching. Margaret is also here for Skype coaching. Yes, I'm available. Love to talk with you. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to sign up with her. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different, 
and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net.